Hello, welcome back to Your Brain Uncovered. Today we're going to be looking at neurobunks. And I just want you to be aware of them, honestly, because they're hilarious. Um, they're everywhere, practically. Uh, so yeah. Um, well, okay, I, I don't know if you've heard of uh, this uh, new drink that's out, and it's called Neurobliss. So according to its label, um, it helps reduce stress enhances mood provides focused concentration and provi- promotes a positive outlook towards life now i have to say this sounds awesome but um when this come up comes up in like a local shop naturally you feel kind of curious you know to the research that backs up such a claim um yeah so i was and i kind of went to the company's website looking to find you know some controlled trials of their products but i i didn't really find any trial or no trial these claims are front and center on their label right next to you know a picture of a brain and turns out that pictures of you know brains have special properties um a couple of researchers actually asked a few hundred people to read a scientific article okay for half the people the article included a brain image and for the other half it was the same article but it did not have a brain image and at the end you see um where this is going people were asked whether they agreed with the conclusions of the article so yeah now um shockingly the minute you put a brain on it well anything uh people will uh, find it more scientifically valid um yeah (laughs) so let's take a moment here to say that well neuroscience obviously has advanced a lot in the last few decades and we're constantly you know discovering amazing things about the brain um did you know like just a couple of months ago um some couple of neuroscientists um, at mit figured out how to break habits in rats just by controlling neural activity in you know specific parts of the brain now that's really really cool stuff but the promise of neuroscience has led to some really high expectations and some overblown you know unproven claims um yeah so that's what i'm gonna do today i'm just gonna show you like a couple of um uh classic dead giveaways that you can find here and there you know uh some that were called neurobunks uh you can call them maybe neurobullocks whatever you like so yeah um so the first unproven claim um as well that you can use brain scans to read people's thoughts and emotions um, there was a study actually published by a team of researchers um, in the New York Times with a headline of "You love your iPhone, literally," and it became the most emailed article, you know, on the site. Now, um, how did you exactly figure this out? Honestly, um, they they put um, sixteen people inside a brain scanner and showed them videos of ringing iPhones, and then the brain scan showed activation in the you know in a part of the brain called the insula. Uh, which is a region, by the way, a link to love and compassion. And then they concluded that because they saw activation in the insula, this meant that the subject loved their, you know, iPhones. Um, now, see, there's just one problem with this uh, line of reasoning, and that's that the insula does a lot. Sure, it is involved in positive emotions like love and compassion, but it also involve, uh, involves like tons of other processes like memory, language, attention, even anger, disgust, and pain. So based on, you know, based on the same logic, I could equally, equally, equally conclude that you can freaking hate your iPhone. Um, and the point here is when you see activation in Nancyla, you can't just pick and choose your favorite explanation from off this list. And well, it's a very freaking long list, right? Um, so yeah. Um, Chances are it's false. So 
please before you fall into a claim read read the maybe read at least the, the method section of you know that research article or any anything like that is it even accredited is it from an accredited source like nature or science or do you know what i mean or science direct at least um so yeah now speaking of love and brain um there is a researcher actually known to some as dr love who claims that scientists have found uh, the glue that holds society together the source of love and prosperity um yeah and uh and by the way he does not call this um he does not call this um gloom he calls this oxytocin uh you probably heard a lot of it so dr love um, bases his argument on studies showing that when you boost people's oxytocin this increases their trust empathy cooperation and he calls it the moral molecule now okay these studies are scientifically valid and they've been replicated but they're not the whole story other studies have shown that boosting oxytocin increases envy it increases uh, gloating and uh, can bias people to you know favor their own group at the expense of other groups and in some cases oxytocin can even decrease cooperation so based on these studies i could say that oxytocin is an immoral molecule and um, yeah so i hope you agree with me <laughs> Um, so yeah, we, we see a lot a lot of neurobunks, obviously in supermarkets, obviously in book covers. Now, what about clinics, all right? Um, I don't know if you've heard of this before. Um, you've heard of fMRIs, MRIs. Now, SPECT imaging. Um, this is a brain scanning technology that uses a radioactive tracker to track blood flow in the brain. Now, for the bargain price of a few thousand pounds, uh, there are clinics in the UK that will give you one of these PET scans and then use the image to help diagnose your problems. Now, these scans, um, the clinics they can, you know, help prevent Alzheimer's disease, solve um, weight and addiction issues, even overcome marital marital conflicts, and treat, you know, um, other various. Um, problems even mental illnesses ranging from depression to anxiety and adhd so far so good right this sounds great now a lot of people uh, obviously agree and some of these clinics are pulling in tens of millions of pounds a year in just business unless there's just one problem um the broad consensus in neuroscience is that we can't yet diagnose mental illnesses from a single freaking brain scan um but these clinics have successfully treated tens of thousands of patients to date, many of them children, using um, just SPECT imaging, uh, and then like um, later on, radioactive injections. So yeah, uh, obviously um, exposing people to radiation, which is most likely to be harmful. Um, yeah, now I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm excited about this. I'm excited about, you know, <laughs> um, such, you know, advancements and stuff. But we should really be aware of what is right and what is wrong. Um, I mean, we really need to just be careful, you know, not let ourselves uh, be overblown by claims um, from detracting resources and which will actually most likely swift your attention away from the real science that's playing a much longer game. Um, so yeah, here's where you actually come in. So if someone tries to sell you something uh, with a brain on it, don't just take them at their word. Ask the tough questions and ask to seek the evidence. So yeah, ask uh, for the part of the story that's not being told. Um, 
because the answers shouldn't really be that simple because the brain isn't simple um so yeah but don't let that stop you from trying to figure it out anyways um so yeah uh thank you for listening so much and if you like this episode feel free to share it and i'll talk to you soon bye Thank you.